Episode 47, Pious Parents and a Well-Ordered Family. Welcome to the Principles and Practice Podcast. This is where we discuss biblical principles for life and learning. I'm your host, Heather Hall, and this is my co-host, Brian Hall. Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast. Today we're asking the question, what is a pious parent? So Brian, what does it mean to be pious? Well, according to Webster's 1828, definition one is godly reverencing, reverencing and honoring the supreme being in heart and in practice of the duties he has enjoined, having due veneration and affection for the character of God, and habitually obeying his commands, religious, devoted to the service of God, applied to persons. And we're going to take a look at the key word religious as well. And the definition of that is godly, loving, and reverencing the supreme being and obeying his precepts. Okay, so having that laid out so that we understand where Cotton Mather was coming from when he's talking about the duties of parents to their children in being pious, Cotton Mather warns and counsels parents that if they don't first become pious themselves, then they won't be intentional to make their children so. He said, we need to be intentional about walking with the Lord or else we won't be intentional about lovingly guiding our children to do so. And we all know that, you know, your children, they see everything going around. You know, they're not fooled by, you know, what you say, do what I say, not as I do type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he said that it is not a cane, nor a ham, nor an enemy of God who will do anything to make his children become the children of God. In Psalm 34, 1, 4, and 11, the psalmist could first say, and Cotton kind of laid this out as a flow chart. The psalmist could first say, I will bless the Lord. And then he could say, I sought the Lord. And then he could say, come ye children, and I'll teach you the fear of the Lord. He continues with, O parents, in the name of God, look after your own miserable souls. How should those wretched people do anything for the souls of their children who never did anything for their own? Wow, this relates to so much today. So firstly, I'd like to identify the principles that I see him pointing out here. Okay, let's do it. Okay. So firstly, we see here that Cotton Mather is speaking about God's principle of individuality. It begins with the individual parent working on their own self in their relationship with God, making sure that they're right with him and following his ways. Next, we see that he's addressing Christian self-government, tending to one's own spiritual life. Also, we see Christian character or quality character, flowing from the parent into the relationship with the child. And we see him addressing God's principle of private property. He's appealing to the internal, to the conscience of the individual parent. So another angle is to recognize a plea that uh, can be considered for whom a parent puts the care of the children to. Uh, So many parents are seeing the perversion being taught in government schools, films and music geared toward children. And depending on the character of the teacher in the government school, Mather's question could be rephrased as how should those wretched people do anything for the souls of your children, Christian parent, who never did anything for their own? 
Yeah, it's a concern about how much control parents have over the um, over who the teacher is for their children. That'd be like none. <laughs> I would think it would be none. I don't think that parents get to pick and choose. Yeah. We haven't had to deal with this experience ourselves, so I don't know. But mm. and then a lot of times, you know, parents are thinking that their child is going to a class with an outstanding teacher. Surely they've had background checks and all of these mm-hmm. kinds of things addressed that would be concerning to most parents. Come to find out that there's all this corruption in the school system of what's being taught to draw children away farther farther away from God and and um, morality. Mm-hmm. So that said, though, may God bless the teachers with quality moral character who are in the schools and doing what they can to shield the children. Mm-hmm. We know some personally that are taking a stand and not caving in to things that they're, you know, required to teach the students, and they're pushing it as far as they can go mm-hmm. with shielding the children. So that can't be easy to do in yeah. that kind of environment. Mm-hmm. But this decline has been seen coming for quite some time, and that's one reason why Verna Hall and Rosalie Slater The founders of the biblical principle approach to education sounded the alarm and gave the solution for education because the whole premise for the biblical principle approach is who is God? Well, we see that he is sovereign. And when we're talking about this, then we start getting into the philosophy of government and government. The definition of that is direction regulation, control, and restraint. And the question that follows that is who or what is in control. So everything ends up flowing out of one's conviction about God. It affects the individual's life and how they govern their life. It affects the family government, church government, education, and civil government. Yeah, so if you look at, you know, the government schools at this point, you have to ask the question, well, where is that form of government coming from? You know, do they have a belief in God or they don't have a belief in God? And, and what, what comes out of that is going to flow through to the children that are being taught there. Mm-hmm. And then depending on even where the parents are at in their relationship mm-hmm. with God, there's going to be a huge tension that's there because mm-hmm. the children are being brought up with a secular humanist worldview that the parents aren't necessarily adhering to. So that's um, emphasizing the importance of parents being pious and having a godly, loving, and reverent relationship with God and obeying his precepts. Mm -hmm. And then they'll, in turn, be sure to be sheltering their children in order that they will grow up to be pious as well. And then that's, you know kind of the idea behind pious parents and a well-ordered family. Well, thanks for joining us. I hope you uh, learned something today, and we'll talk to you next time. Take care, everybody. 
As always, if you're looking for additional resources or support, you can visit our website at principalacademy.com, check out our shop and our blog, and you can also find us on Facebook at Christian Homeschooling with Bible Principles, also on Instagram under Principal Academy. Thanks so much for joining us. All right, well, this is Heather Hall. And this is Brian Hall. For Christ and His Glory. <laughs>